Welcome to the 301 Podcast, the interview podcast for the hottest up-and-coming entrepreneurs, artists, and creators. Real, authentic, and inspiring. And here is your host, Marcus Engel. Let's get it started in 301. Welcome back to the 301 Podcast. Today we have Maritje Blasier in the podcast. And she's the founder of the Monkey Club. Indifferent to other fashion startups, she tries to produce her clothes ethically. She has the mission to empower local communities. And right now she's producing her goods in Colombia. I hope you enjoy listening to this episode. It was a very fun and interesting episode with an up and coming founder. Let's get it started in 301. Welcome Maritje to the 301 podcast. I'm, I'm very, very happy that you're here. Today is a really exciting day and before we get into all the, the difficult questions, um, I have like some this or that questions that you have to decide which one you choose. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Cool. So the first question is, do you prefer coffee or tea? Tea. Tea. Uh, breakfast, or, breakfast or dinner? Uh, breakfast. And beach or mountains? Beach. Uh, this is this one is difficult. <laughs> this is difficult, but um, yeah, if you if I look at your uh, page, uh, the Monkey Club, then I think it yes. becomes more more clear why you maybe also chose to have uh, the beach because you have a lot of yeah. beach wells in your in your shop, and I think this yeah. is also a little bit how it started. Can you maybe take us through a little bit how the Monkey Club started? Yes, uh, actually, the Monkey Club was founded by my brother and his ex girlfriend. We were living in Medellin in Colombia and they speak the language and we're able to visit the suppliers and Colombia offers a high quality swimwear because of the sustainable fabrics and last but not least they want uh, to give something back to the locals so that's why they start the monkey club and actually mm -hmm. it's a fun fact because um, the monkey club is called the monkey club because they were living in Medellin And imagine they um, they are blonde and walking into the streets, and then some Colombian friends were saying like "Hola, Mona," which means "Hey, monkey," literally, and it's in a friendly way, of course. So that's why uh, they call it the Monkey Club. <laughs> that's amazing. Yes, you like the story. and and when and when did and when did you start to um, because now you're basically. Um, in charge of the, the monkey club or is that still something that is with your brother and your girlfriend no i'm in charge of the monkey club since uh april or may something like this and um yes it's a lot of work but i really love to do it so that's good yeah and and when and why did you decide to uh, why did you decide to take it over um yeah actually because they uh, broke up And then they were like, okay, what should we do? And then I told them like, oh, I really love to do it because I all, all, um, always wanted to start my own business and do something with fashion. And I really love uh, the con concept. So that's why uh, I decided to uh, take it over. Nice. And um, maybe can you tell us a little bit like, Are you, were you like uh, entrepreneurial from like a very early age on that you said, oh, I always wanted to have my own business or how, how did it start for you? Um, now, yeah, first of all, I, I, all, uh, I almost 
or always like to do something creative and I love fashion since I was young. So um, then I thought this is maybe a nice opportunity to to figure it out if it's uh, if it's working for me in business as well. So that's mm. why I was doing the monkey club and yeah. Nice. And and why why was it important for for you and maybe also like for your brother to create like a, a ethical um, um, fashion brand in in Colombia? Uh, because to give something back to the locals and um, after a lot of research we found that um, there was missing or there is a gap in the Dutch market because actually the target group are um, is based in the Netherlands and so let's say Dutch women between the 20 and 40 years old and um, when we get a look into the Dutch market with comparable companies or at least companies who are selling swimwear, we see that there's a uh, gap in the Dutch market because we miss uh, on trend, unique and beautiful swim beachwear for young women. And in addition, it's missing high quality in combination with a good price. So mm. not cheap, but neither too expensive and also has to be a company with good service and high availability, which offers easy transaction um, possibilities, matching the cost Dutch customer needs. And um, when you get a look into the Dutch market, we see that some has low prices, but also has low quality. However, there are also companies who have uh, high quality in combination with high prices and mm. are literally missing the combination high quality with an affordable price and therefore uh, we will be filling up this gap so um, that's why um, the monk yeah the idea of the monkey club and also to uh, that includes also giving something back to those who need so uh, we collaborate as much as possible with the locals uh, in colombia to improve their quality of life so do I talk too much? <laughs> no, that that's perfect. That's perfect. That's a, it's a, I think a really nice cause. Uh, it's a very uh, remarkable that you um, yeah take care of basically the locals in in Colombia and, and that you uh, I mean right now in fashion there are so many different possibilities to to um, create fashion and and like to produce products very cheap. Uh, just uh, you have to produce in China or or somewhere in, in Asia probably yes. that you can produce very cheap but but not fair. Um, how, maybe you can take us a little bit through the process. Like, how does it work from like um, initial idea or design mm -hmm. uh, until it lands into your store? So, how does it work? From uh, do you have the ideas for the designs, and then you talk with the the locals there to develop it, or how does this process work? Yeah, for now it's a little bit difficult because uh, the collaboration with Colombia. Yeah, it's difficult because first of all the COVID nineteen virus. And uh, second, my brother is not living in Colombia anymore. And uh, last, the swimwear is seasonal. So there are three problems, but uh, we have to think positive, I think. So um, that's why I'm working hard on the concept to expand, uh, to expand it and with a different collection, especially during the winter. And uh, at the moment, I'm busy to set up a collaboration with Mexico 
who's also having the Latin Sunday vibes, where the Monkey Club stands for, of course. Um, and I think it's also very important to constantly work on your network, to talk to people and be interested in what they do and to remind who they are. Um, it doesn't matter what they do because they do something and they can help you with their field where they specialize in, or maybe they can introduce you to someone they know. I always say like knowledge is uh, powerful, but connections are more powerful. And for now, uh, with the collaborations uh, which I'm setting up, uh, for example, with Mexico, uh, I have a really good friend in Mexico. So uh, I text her and uh, called her like, hey, uh, how are you? And uh, do you know some nice uh, suppliers in, um, in Mexico? Because she also know the concept of the monkey club. And then uh, she's asking it to her friends who are uh, known in the fashion industry. And that's how you can set up um, yeah, a collaboration. So it's all mm -hmm. about connections, I think. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, just for my, for my understanding, um, who creates the designs? Is that you that uh, create like the, the designs and like the ideas how to do it? Or are you uh, working like closely together with the, with the collab, with the suppliers um, to create the designs for, for your shop? Um, actually, it's both. We um, create our own designs, for example, with the head wraps uh, and um, with the scrunchies. But um, when we get a look into the swimwear, we work with uh, several brands from Colombia. And uh, I think that's why the Monk Club is also exclusive because um, the brands are from Colombia and not from the Netherlands. So that's uh, a way that the Monkey Club can be unique. Yeah. And if you put it in a little bit a broader context uh, in the in the general fashion industry because i think you give a good example um, how fashion can be produced fairly and uh, local communities can be strengthened mm -hmm. uh, what do you think has to change on like a more broader level in the fashion industry or like in the mind of the people that uh, real change can be initiated oh that's a good question um let me think of it i think um, yeah is it depends of the people because if you want uh high quality it's like logic that you go uh that the price will be a little bit higher because um the the fabrics are more sustainable and um Uh, when you get a bigger look, for especially now, uh, for example, when we take a look into the um, COVID-19, a lot of people think it's because of the environment, the environment get be gets better. And also, when we have a look in the fashion industry, uh, a lot of uh, um, companies are working with, uh, with uh, how, does, how is it called? Mass production? Is it mass production? No, no. Yeah. And um, the fabrics are cheap and the people are working hard on it. Even sometimes it's our children who are working on it. And 
um, to come back with the COVID-19, I think a lot of people are sitting at home and thinking about about the world. How, uh, how did we get COVID-19 and what can we do to make the world better and things like this. So I think uh, that's how the fashion industry can change, but it depends yeah. on the people. So it always always starts with the with the human in, in behind it. That's true. Um, I mean, you you said before that you took over Monkey Club in April. So like in the middle of the of the pandemic, uh, you took it over. It's a very very challenging project. Um, if you look back now, the last uh, six, seven, eight months, what was for you the biggest learning that you had with the Monkey Club? Mm, the biggest biggest learning was i think uh, the challenge to um, to be busy with the brand awareness it's very hard these days to get more brand awareness because you have a lot of comp competitors comp how do i pronounce this word well, competitors competitors yeah. <laughs> sorry Never and um i think it is a challenge um to to work with influencers because social media is growing 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 especially these days and um, uh, for example I worked with influencers and then I saw that the orders were uh, erasing so that's one of the biggest things I learned that you have to work with influencers and that you go with the flow in the um, the trend from social media and that you have to stay in contact and be interested in the people and then you come back on the connection uh, story that uh, knowledge is powerful but connections are more powerful and then yeah. um, is the thing I, I've learned I think yeah and you said before that you Uh, want to basically serve uh, like serve a niche in the in the Dutch market of like um, affordable products to a, a good quality or to an excellent quality that is sustainably uh, produced or ethically uh, produced. Um, how and you also said you you create like a special service. So what would you say like how do you set yourself apart from from other people in the in the or from other companies in the in the Dutch market? Um. Yeah, first of all, because we are filling up the gap. Um, so the high quality with affordable price. Um, secondly, I think that the products are unique. And that's one of another challenge to find unique items uh, that everyone likes. Because uh, we want to be unique in our collection. But also we have to think about what Uh, our clients like and um, I think also because sometimes when you order something like they put it just in a plastic bag and then you see it in your mailbox it's not special because everyone uh, do it this way so mm -hmm. uh, I try to put a little bit love in it <laughs> and make it like a present so when you order something at the monkey club it's It's like you order a present for yourself. I think that's also a thing 
how it can stood out in this. Yeah. And, and what, what do you do there specifically if, if you sell like a present? Or is that a secret? People have to order. Secret. You have to order. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The monkeyclub.nl. Yes. <laughs> so then, then the... Okay. Then uh, let's keep it a secret. Uh, what do you still want to achieve with the monkey club? Or where do you want to go? Um, I really want to go, like, first of all, I want to grow, of course. Um, but I want to uh, make a kind of new concept. Um, I'm thinking a lot of things about, for example, now I'm focusing a little bit more on Mexico, but I think it's super cool when on the website we see like that you can choose your own country and go with, uh, I want something from Colombia or I want something from Mexico or I want something from India. So something like this, that it's more like, uh, a combination between fashion and travel because my passion is also to travel so I like to combine these kind of things yeah and do you have like a like most favorite moment of the, the monkey club or like something that you're most proud of um, yes I'm most proud of actually I'm most proud of the big picture because I like everything I like to uh, work on the web shop, do photo shoots, but I also like to pack the items for the customers. And I think uh, it's very important that you do something what you really like and what gives you energy. With the Monkey Club, I put a lot, a lot, a lot of effort and energy in it, but by working on it, but uh, it gives me a lot of energy back, especially when I, when I get uh, some nice reviews from customers. Uh, this gives me satisfying feeling um, when customers are happy so I'm proud of the, the whole picture the big picture hmm. do, did you experience like any negativity as well or do, do you have like a really big like fail that, that you've done that you said like wow this is something I've done but I would never do it again not yet <laughs> I hope <laughs> it's like it but sometimes it's difficult because uh, yeah, I, I do like everything. The photo shoots, the um, uh, designing the web shop, um, talking with the supplier, like everything. And uh, once I uh, had planned a, a photo shoot, and it's super nice because every everyone is so friendly. And uh, if you... Like which I said, with the connections, if you put effort in them and be interested in them, they um, are most of the time willing to help you. So once I was on the, um, just this summer, I was on the beach and then an old friend from school, um, from high school, he, he saw me and he, he asked me like, hey Maritja, um, you have your own web shop, right? The Monkey Club. Uh, can we work together because I'm doing uh, something with photography and I want to um, to add some photos in my portfolio. Then I said, oh, yeah, super nice. So let's mm -hmm. do it. And then uh, I went to the, um, uh, to the confection center here in the Netherlands because I also do the skirts, dresses, and just like, yeah, the also, yeah, other category. <laughs> And um, then I wanted to buy the things for the photo shoot. And then they sent it to my home and not uh, 
I was actually, I told them I will pick it up and then they sent it to me. So I could drive all the way back to pick up the clothes and then oh, it was terrible and I was yeah. so stressed. And then I thought, okay, I have to fix this uh, earlier and not at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're, you're one of the, the biggest uh, learning is to, to work on time and to not uh, procrastinate too long. The the only thing that for me is still like the the little bit unknown thing is like how how did you get like into fashion like how did it start for you because you talk like very easy about it you say like well yeah I, I like to design and <laughs> I go to the confection center and I, I just do it but like did you um, have like any educational background in it or were you just always interested in fashion so how when like when did it start or how did it start? Um, that's, that's a good question. I did not um, go to school in f for fashion or something. Uh, actually, I'm doing office management, <laughs> so it's totally different. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's more yeah, about my passion. I really uh, like fashion. And when I was young, I was always doing the catwalk show for my parents or friends i don't know and uh i'm reading a lot of magazines about it uh i was always on when we were on holiday i had my uh, book notebook with it and then i was uh, writing some business ideas about uh, i don't know i always want to start my own business yeah now you're doing it so that that fast What what Jesus? What motivates you to uh, get up in the morning? Um, I oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, I think like every day is a new day, and every day brings uh, new things. So uh, I'm always super excited to um, to brainstorm and think about. Uh, what can we do next? How can we make our customers happy? What uh, can we do with the, with the clothes? Can we make a campaign or uh, can we do another photo shoot with a different style? Because we are also focusing more uh, on the social media. And I think a lot of web shops um, are very, yeah, how can I explain it? Like classy and Not basic, but it's all the same. And I think social media, uh, it's so uh, fashionable at the moment and uh, such on, an on-trend uh, subject. So I think with the web shop, we can do something with this by making the photos, for example, uh, more Instagram photo lookalikes than the classy photo shoot no. if you know what i mean so you're, you're trying to you're trying to focus more on like uh, fitting into for example instagram than than like being a, a let's say more traditional photo shooting is that what you're saying yes and i really like to to brainstorm about these ideas and then i think it's nice to wake up every morning <laughs> yeah And when do you find yourself being most creative? Is it more like uh, waking up in the morning or 
in the evening with a glass of wine or like do you have like a moment when you say like well this is really something that i'm that i'm most creative in i think during traveling because uh, when you travel you see a lot of cultures and um, meet new people and um, see different places uh, for example when i go to i don't know spain let's say spain and then i'm walking on the boulevard and see a lot of palm trees and then i'm thinking like oh this will be so cool when we do something with uh with photos here or uh imagine if you have um you, you see a lot of walls painting in different colors and then i i see a nice uh pattern pattern is that a word like pattern pattern yeah and then uh, i think oh this will look so nice on a sweater or something like this i think mm -hmm. or when you meet um people from other countries they have also a different uh point of view i think on different things so uh, when you talk to them sometimes they, you get inspired as well that's true yeah how would how would you define like creativity for yourself so i I think you know a lot of people always talk about um yeah when are you creative and i also ask those questions but w what would you say is creativity for you how do you how do you define it mm, i would define creativity for me um with fantasy i think and something that you like where you get excited from and uh, where you want to put effort in um, yeah i think this means yeah. creative that's nice and is is there so if i if i would ask your your younger self um is is there something uh, something that your younger self would not believe about you today No, I don't think so because I was always, uh, I think, one of my uh, qualities or not qualities actually. Uh, what is this char characteristics? Is yeah. that I'm a little bit stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want and what I like. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, I was like, which I said when I was young and I was. On holidays with my parents, I had my notebook and I was planning a lot of business ideas with a lot of fantasy. And um, they were, maybe they were saying like, oh no, you think too big. What are, your your fantasy is too big. You live in the real world, Maritia. Stop thinking this kind of things. And then I was like, no, I can do it. So I want to yeah. do it. <laughs> But that's nice. I think that, but that's also a really important quality. If you want to start a business, I think to be stubborn and uh, in the end yeah. buzzword, uh, you believe in yourself. Um, but I think this is also what it comes down to, right? Because otherwise, uh, what does a typical day for, for you look like? Because probably, yeah, you work and then you invest a lot of extra time uh, creating the design, setting up the collaborations, uh, building your network. And mm -hmm. if you don't have the passion for it and if you don't, Uh, do what you want to do yourself then yeah you're never gonna you're ne never gonna get there yeah exactly yeah you have to do something what you really like and what gives you energy and if you don't like it 
it's not working because you're not believing in your um, in your product or a concept. So you have to believe in it as well. No, I agree. Is there something that you would never want to change about yourself? Um, um, I think I would never change um, that I'm always interested and open to learn new people. Um, yeah, I, I so really, really like it. I think it, it helps me as well with, um, yeah, with... Yeah, with the things that I do, because, uh, for example, I uh, I'm, was uh, last week with a girl and she uh, finished her uh, school or of video um, of film. Mm-hmm. And um, she is always so kind. And when I see her, I always say, hi, how are you? And um, she's always kind to me. I'm always kind to her. And then we can work together and make something super cool. And I think when you're very close and not open, you miss this kind of opportunities to work with other people. Because I think work together uh, delivers more than do everything individual. Difficult words. A d- d- couple of difficult English words today. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying hard. <laughs> no, but it's perfect. Hey, I I find it super super interesting. I want slowly want to to bring it home because I think we got like a very very nice overview of uh, the Monkey Club. Also, it's not only a, a fashion brand, but I think it's more like uh, developing into a lifestyle. And I think now in the last half an hour it became really clear what you want to do with it, and uh, that it's not only like a ethical fashion brand but uh, it's more more or less uh, like a, a way of life um, and it became also very clear um, for for me at least that you really want to push it for it you really want to go for it and you want to get as many people as possible involved to, to to join this this project i have always three final questions that i ask every guest um, this is a, a little bit of red line uh, in this podcast so i'm also gonna ask that uh, to you Exciting. So the first question is, um, what are you not very good at right now and you want to become better at? Ooh. <laughs> um, I think I'm very sensitive. And um, sometimes it's good because then you can um, uh, replace you in different people. But sometimes you have to be a little bit harder. <laughs> and I mm. think I want to change this. <laughs> Okay. And do, do you do something like specifically to change that or is it uh, just something that you work on constantly? Um, no, I think I work on it constantly to separate um, work things um, with private things. Mm. Yeah, that's a very good one. Um, the next question is, which title would you give this chapter of your life? This chapter. Um, I think I will give it um, no one is you and that's your power. No one is you and this is your power. Yeah. That's a very nice, nice chapter. Curious about the others. (laughs) (laughs) Very epic. 
Um, and last question. Um, this is always my favorite question. Um, if you could send a SMS to every mobile phone in this world, what would you say? Um, I think now the uh, the sensitive part of me <laughs> comes up. I will say, um, enjoy life and take care because health is the most important thing in life. I think it's very hard to top that off <laughs> to end the podcast. So I'm leaving those words there because they were really beautiful. Um, Marietje, thank you so much for, for joining this podcast. I think it was super interesting to get to know a lot about the monkey business and a lot about your personal view. I really enjoyed uh, talking to you for sure. And um, yeah, stay tuned for another episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. And remind silly vibes and happiness for all. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to the 301 podcast. And I found it especially amazing that Marite in those challenging times really thinks not about herself, but thinks about other communities, thinks about other countries, and that she tries to support other communities with her startup. And I think this is really the way forward, especially in the fashion industry that has maybe one of the biggest responsibilities as it has a major impact on, on many, many people. And you can really see that she lives the change. She, she's very open to learn and she wants to keep going for a long, long time in the fashion business because she has a big passion for it. Thank you again for listening to the 301 podcast. If you haven't done so, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. And we are back with another episode as usual next Tuesday. Until then, take care. Yours truly, Marcus.